Hello, and welcome to the Acting Notes Podcast, the podcast where we talk about all things acting, from tips and tricks to business advice. I'm your host, Justin Powell, and today we are going to talk a little bit about understanding your type and why that's important for actors. I'll explain. So type is something that I think a lot of actors don't feel very comfortable with the first time they hear about it. After all, we get into acting because we want to pursue a myriad of roles in a lot of cases. Everyone's different. People get into acting for different reasons. But many artists or actors, actresses want to play a variety of roles. They don't want to be bogged down in a certain type. Many of the people who inspired us don't seem to have a specific type. We see them play a variety of different kinds of roles. However, with those artists, they had to work their way to get there, right? You follow a lot of actors or actresses earlier in their career, and they are playing similar roles. They are playing to a type. But as they get bigger... As their skills are more in demand, that's when they start to have the leeway to make choices that challenge them as artists. You look at people like Matthew McConaughey, who started out his career playing a lot of romantic comedies. Then, towards the latter half of his career, began to switch to more dramatic work. Jim Carrey is another example. Even Meryl Streep started out with some similar roles, and in an interview she gave to, I believe, the BAFTA, I believe she gave this interview there, you could find it on YouTube, she discusses how, since she was able to find some early success, she knew she did not want to be pigeonholed into this, quote-unquote, typical blonde actress. So she began making more challenging choices. But when you're just starting out, you don't have that luxury, really. Because you're competing with so many people in this industry. So many other people. And the more you can focus in, it's similar to our acting craft, right? Because when we're acting, we want to be making specific choices. We don't want to be vague. We don't want to say, well, this character is a drunk. Well, what kind of drunk are they? Are they the type that wakes up in the morning and puts some Baileys in their coffee? Are they constantly getting thrown out of bars? Are they day drunk but hiding it at work? What kind of drunk? What's their drink of choice? You know, we make those specific choices for the character. And in a way, we have to do that for our branding, for our business approach as well. And just to be really clear here, when we talk about type, we're talking about the types of roles that you're most likely to get cast in that people see you as. It's their first impulse when they see you. So maybe they look at you and they think, oh, you look like the lovable, quirky best friend. Or they look at you and think, ooh, you look like the villain. You look villainous. Which is a look, you know? And those are the types of roles that you might have a better chance of getting. Particularly when 
early on in your career, you're most likely not going out for series regulars or the lead in a feature film. You're probably going out for smaller parts, co-stars, guest stars, supporting roles in films, maybe even just one line, a day player. And in those cases, that's where the type can really come in handy. I think the important thing to remember when it comes to understanding your type is that your type is not inherently reflective of you as a person. So we shouldn't be offended at the type that we are most likely to book. You know, I myself, one of my types that I get called in for a lot is the seemingly nice guy who ends up being a total douchebag. And that could be a personal thing, right? I could take that as an offense, or I can understand that that's just a look I give off, the way my voice sounds, the way I move. That is something that people can pick up on and that it's easy for an audience to see in a character. Because that's part of it, right? Part of it, especially with these smaller roles, is getting someone that the audience can instantly recognize. That's the bad guy. That's the good guy. That's the love interest. Because not every show or movie is attempting to be very ambiguous. Some of them want to lay it out for the audience so they can pick things up right away. And sometimes it's just certain information that they need picked up right away. So when you understand your type, if it's something that you don't find flattering, just remember it isn't about you. The type that you're most likely to get cast as is not reflective of you as a person necessarily. And something that I love, 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 from an amazing book called Self-Management for Actors by Bonnie Gillespie, who's just incredible as a person. I took a workshop with her a couple years back. Such a lovely, supportive coach. And her book is incredible. And one of the things she mentioned in the workshop, as well as in the book multiple times, is that you can just take that type to the bank. So even if it's something that you don't find flattering... Just play it. Play it to get yourself those roles, to get yourself paid, to start growing your career. And then you'll have more of that freedom to try out some other types. So why is it a good thing to know your type? Well, because you can then begin to work in a more specific place, right? If we are pursuing this career and we have a target in mind, then we're headed in a specific direction. The actions that we take every day will move us closer there. So if you understand your type, what's most likely to get you booked, then you can get headshots that reflect that type. You can arrange your clips or reel in a way that reflects that. You can turn your whole marketing in that direction. It also shows you what kind of shows you might be a good match for. If you see your type popping up a lot on the new Walking Dead show, then maybe that's a casting director you can start to look into and see how you can come across their radar through a workshop, through auditioning, whatever it might be. Maybe your type reflects more in a Disney vibe on the Disney channel. So again, you start pushing yourself in that direction, maybe shooting a scene or a self-tape that you can put on your reel, your actor's access, casting networks, etc., etc., that reflects that kind of work and shows off your type to the casting director should they come across it. 
You'll get to know what kind of work you should be focusing on in class. You can even start to go back and look at other actors that have made it, that are on TV or in film, that have a similar type to you, or at least played that type for a while, and see what works. You know, there's a great book by Scott Sedita, I believe, called The Eight Characters of Sitcom Comedy. I feel like I'm butchering that title. I will do my best, Scott, and anyone who's a fan of that book, to ensure. (laughs) I could Google it right now. I'm being lazy. I was pretty close. It was The Eight Characters of Comedy. But in that book, Scott breaks down the eight different types of characters you're most likely to see in a network comedy. And it's very helpful. You see how often these archetypes are put out there. And this goes back to Commedia dell'arte days, right? Where you have the lover and the fool, etc., etc. But these archetypes that are very recognizable to an audience and therefore make you recognizable as well. So you can study other performers that played those types. You can even, if you're in a class where you pick scenes to bring in, you can start bringing in scenes that will help you with that type, that will help you to play those roles and develop your skills in that way, in that focused direction, right? Now, the big question, how do we find out our type? That's a toughie. That's not that tough. We'll figure it out. So, there's a couple different ways. One thing that I highly recommend, if you have a resume already, you've already been doing some work, you have roles booked, you have auditions that you were called in for, you're going to go back through those auditions, through your resume, and start to look at what those roles have in common. So are you constantly being called in for the cold-hearted businesswoman? Are you being called in for the lovable loser? Are you being called in for the sassy friend? You're going to look through those roles and see what they have in common. Write down any adjectives that were in the initial casting breakdown. But ultimately, you're putting together a list of traits that you give off. Just your essence, your energy. That's what people perceive when they first meet you. And that's a good indication as to what your type is. Another thing you can do. Now this, you you have to do this if you don't have a resume, if you don't have a lot of work. Because I find if you just came out of drama school and you use that as your template. Well, I played Hamlet and then I played Lord Capulet. That usually doesn't work because in drama school, they're often trying to make you flexible. They're putting you in different roles so that you can stretch out your acting instrument, right? So it's not very reflective necessarily of what you might play just coming out of school. It could be. You know, it depends on the drama school, of course. Every bit of advice here for, I think, my entire channel, unless I say otherwise, which I doubt I ever will, there's always exceptions. I don't believe in many absolutes. Um, There are some, of course. For example, you, you should have headshots if you're going in for auditions, yada, yada, yada. But in terms of technique and theory, I... I really think 
the acting process should be what works for you. That's what a lot of classes and schools are really about is you developing your own technique. And the same goes with something like understanding your type. So the other thing you should do, particularly if you don't have a resume yet or have not really been going out on a lot of auditions, is you're going to put together a list, a list of adjectives. And then you're going to take that list of adjectives and you're going to ask people to check off five, five adjectives that they get from you. Now you can find a list of adjectives literally just by searching it. I believe you can Google search adjectives, actor type, and you'll find some good lists up there. I know this is something that Wendy Elaine Wright from the Hollywood Winner Circle also teaches. And I believe Bonnie Gillespie does as well, though I haven't read Self-Management for Actors in a handful of years, so I could be mistaken. But you take that list of adjectives, you ask people to just check off five. They can do more if you want. You know, more information is always good. But at least five. So that you can start to understand, again, what your essence is, what your type is from when people first meet you. And that's why you also want to put yourself out there by asking strangers about this. Because you can ask your family and friends, and I think that's important too. That helps you understand a bit more how you come off to those that you're close with. But when you're going into auditions, it's rare that you'll have met the casting director before, and also it's rare the audience will have met you unless you've done other work. So we want to focus on that first impression. What is the energy you give off when you first meet someone, when they first see you? And once you get a handful of responses from that, I highly recommend getting around 20 at least. I believe, again, I haven't done this in a while because I understand my type pretty well. But when I did not, there was a Facebook group called Talent Managers for Actors. I believe it's still up. And that was something you could do on there is put together like a Google Forms list, put on a headshot at the top of that form and just ask other actors if they'd be willing to help you out. Highly recommend if you do that to then go help others out in whatever way you can on that same group. But that's a way that you can get a lot of responses and a lot of information to help you understand your type. So I hope this helps. I hope you have a clearer understanding of why knowing your type is important, how you can use that information to progress your acting career, and how to find out your type. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast or any other episodes of the podcast, it would honestly be so helpful to me and to growing this podcast so that more people could find it if you would leave a rating and a review. And if you'd like, in the review, you could also suggest topics for episodes, something you want to learn about, something you just want to hear talked about. You can also check out the acting notes at TikTok and Instagram, that's the handle, The Acting Notes, 
or head over to YouTube, the Acting Notes channel, where you can find longer videos discussing some of these topics and more. Thank you again for listening. Thank you.